0: Aloha, everyone. Welcome to Sasha Spins, where you get my thoughts on life, current events and everything else in between in and out of the saddle. So let's get right on into it. We need to talk. Those four dreaded words, a phrase that can stop you on a dime while simultaneously sending you into a spiral of anxiety and suspend your current reality. I don't know about you, but I have always hated that phrase, (laughs) and it took me a long time to figure out why. And when I finally figured out why, it was like a light bulb going off. We need to talk. It's disarming. It's passive aggressive. It's a power play. It's a boundary breaker, a boundary stomper. It's disruptive. It's an ambush. We need to talk. Knowingly or unknowingly, it automatically puts the person speaking these words in the position of power and dominance over you. It's a game of, I know something you don't know, ne 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 nee, nee. I hate that. We need to talk. Just whoever thought that was a good conversation starter because no matter whatever medium it's delivered in, email, phone call, text, message in a bottle, plain written in the sky, It's never good and puts most people on edge unless you're a sociopath and you're not disarmed by anything. Everything's like, oh, this is fantastic. (laughs) Personally, what I dislike about it the most is that it removes your agency in a conversation. So for me, a conversation is a free-flowing exchange of ideas. It's not really a conversation if someone already has a setup, a script of what they want to talk about in their head. And you're just sitting there reacting, you know nothing, you are disarmed and unprepared for this clear conversation of, we need to talk. And then this person proceeds to lay out everything that you you two apparently need to talk about, but only they know. It's unfair to the person on the receiving end of this phrase, as you're just stuck. You're off balance and you're in defense mode, and there's no productive conversation that can ensue when one person feels like they're in defense mode and the other person is on attack mode, whether they know it or not. So very recently, I received a very ominous meeting invite from my director, my boss's boss. The meeting invite simply said meeting. It was just a location. There was nothing in the body of the meeting invite to describe what it was just about. It was literally titled meeting. And that's pretty bizarre. So I went to him directly and I asked, I saw the meeting invite. Is everything okay? I just wanted to make sure everything was short because it didn't really have a lot of detail. And he goes, oh, I have no idea what you're talking about, Sasha. And I was like, you just sent me the the meeting invite. What? <laughs> and he said he had no idea about the meeting invite, nor did he know why it was sent, but I should ask his admin. Okay. I guess that's how we're doing it in 2020. We're just setting up meetings and we have no idea of what these meetings are for. So anyways, I go to his admin to ask him what the meeting is about. And he was like, no idea. Your boss just asked me to set it up. Weird. So when I saw my boss next, I asked her, hey, I saw the meeting invite. What's it about so I can adequately prepare? Just want to make sure we have everything we need to go into this meeting because it's with the director. So I'm like, I want to make sure we get all of our ducks in a row and everything looks good. And her response was, oh, it's nothing, just about stuff and just kind of trailed off. And I'm like, stuff? Got it. Y'all, I was so irritated by that response. I felt disrespected. I felt so small. And it was such an obvious power play to me, something that was meant to keep me off balance, keep me out of the know, and it really frustrated me. So the meeting itself was scheduled on a Thursday and it didn't happen until a Monday. So for four days, I had no idea what this meeting was about just stuff, and it caused me anxiety, it irritated me, and I was frustrated at myself for thinking about it over the weekend because once I leave the office, I try not to think about anything that's going on at work. I just, what what's done in the office is done in the office, and when I leave, it's my personal time, and I just like to leave things where they need to be. Mind you, I didn't get a response as to what this meeting was about until Monday, like two hours before the meeting was supposed to start. So by that point, I was just out of anxiety. I was out of frustration. I decided I did not want to deal with either of those feelings anymore and slipped into let's wait and see mode. So let's wait and see mode. It's one of the three ways that I counter we need to talk. It's very often a last resort when I can't get a direct answer, but wouldn't you know that the let's wait and see mode is often the most freeing. So my personal first resort, and it seems so simple. It's just to ask, what do we need to talk about? This part, however, is where you can find the, intru- the true intentions of the we-need-to-talk offender. So if you get that text, email, phone call, whatever, simply take a beat and ask them what it's about. If they can't answer you or won't answer you, then you can establish a boundary right there. That boundary can be as simple as saying, all right, well, we can talk when you let me know what you'd like to talk about, and then just leave it there simple so the second mode that i sometimes go to or another approach that i try is this before i go into this mode i would like to say that this is the mode that you can go into if you're okay with letting down your boundaries because we need to talk in my opinion is such a boundary breaker that if you are trying to establish boundaries with someone I would not recommend this. You need to stay firm in your boundaries. But if you're okay with kind of letting your boundaries down, this is an approach that I would use. And I often use sometimes with people like my mom, you know, it was really hard for me to establish boundaries with my mom because she's such a boundary stomper. But now we've gotten to this point where I have pretty defined and set boundaries with her that I'm pretty, if she were to hit me with the, we need to talk. This is probably the method that I would go with. And that is just letting them say whatever it is that they have to say, not responding at all, just listening, receiving, and then taking time to reflect before you respond. So you can't unring a bell. And once something is out into the atmosphere, it's out there and you can't take it back. And that for me is a thought process that guides how I go into difficult conversations. So I'm able to be mindful of what I am saying. So with this approach, the let's just let them, let's just hear them out, hear what they have to say. I'll just listen and maybe even write down what they're saying so I remember when I go back and I'm turning it over in my head and I'm thinking about it I've done this in conversations with people before I do it with sometimes when I'm talking to my husband and not gonna lie it really irritates me when he does it to me and then I realize, Sasha you're doing it too so (laughs) but it's helpful for me when I'm not trying to interrupt when I'm just trying to let you say what you have to say so if the conversation is over the phone uh, this is another thing that I will do I will just put myself on mute so even if I am tempted to talk the other person can't hear what I'm saying so they can speak interrupted and I also do this and I probably look crazy but this is just another method that I use another kind of technique that I used with the let's wait and see method then after they've said everything that they needed to say uninterrupted when they're finished saying what, whatever it is, that's when I'll talk and I'll lay everything out. And then that at that point, it can be more of a conversation. So it gets away from we need to talk and becomes more of a conversation, and exchange of ideas. So the wait and see, let's just wait and see method. It is the hardest for me. And even though it's my last resort, it's the one that I find myself using the most in the office. So in all honesty, and this is just my personal opinion, after working in the office space for a little over 10 years now, it is single-handedly the most passive-aggressive environment I've ever experienced in my life and is so unnatural to the human condition that I truly believe it is a toxic space for most human beings. Some people thrive in this environment I have yet to see anyone really thrive in this environment. And when I say this, I mean to say it is so unnatural to our human condition. It is not normal to spend the majority of our waking hours trapped in these fluorescent boxes. And I believe that because it is so unnatural to us, that contributes to the hostility and the toxicity you find in a lot of American work environments the office space. So then I guess it's no surprise then that the office space is where this we need to talk ambush often occurs. And even though I personally don't care for it, the wait and see method is a great exercise in mindfulness to calm anxiety. It is my last resort, but it's the one that I often find myself using most in the office environment. So I've heard it say, I've heard it said that anxiety is caused by living in the future and fear of the unknown. The we need to talk is the perfect setup for the unknown. And let's wait and see forces you to suspend living in the future and forces you to be in the present. So obviously I'm imperfect and I'm still working on this. I spent some parts of the weekend ruminating over this, we need to talk, this ominous meeting that was on my schedule that I had no idea what it was about, just stuff. And it wasn't until two hours before that meeting was scheduled that I was finally able to just calm my nerves and truly practice the, let's just wait and see. So while it's my last resort, I'd rather just know, I would rather just have directly ask you what's this about and have you answer me or let you talk and say what you need to say and then I respond, the let's wait and see, while it's my last resort, it's ultimately the most freeing one because you don't know. You don't know what that other person has to say and you just have to accept that. You just have to accept it. So you let go of thinking what million things we need to talk about, what it could be, what negativity could could follow, and just forces you to live in the present. Still though, I say all of this to say, <laughs> I still hate the we need to talk. And I just wish in 2020, people would retire that phrase from their vocabulary. But if somebody is, is going to hit you with the we need to talk, practice the wait and see. The next time, and this is for you we need to talk ambushers. The next time you find yourself about to say that to someone, don't do it. Stop it. Just say what you need to say. I promise you, it's not that hard. I think a lot of the time we get into when we need to deliver difficult or uncomfortable news, we try to make it as comfortable as possible and then get out of you know, get out out of our own heads and reduce the anxiety. And by doing that, you make it more uncomfortable than it would be if you just said what you need to say. And then ultimately, it puts people less on defense and makes them more receptive to whatever it is that you needed to talk about or you needed to say in the first place. So I understand that, hey, there's some uncomfortable things we have to say and it may be uncomfortable for someone to receive, but just say it don't ambush them. Don't we need to talk them. They're going to appreciate it. And I promise you that it's going to make whatever you need to say so much easier. So let's talk about it. Have you ever been on the receiving end of we need to talk? What am I what am I talking about? Why do I would ask that question? Everybody has been on the receiving end of that. So how do you find yourself coping with that? How do you find yourself addressing that? Do you find yourself addressing that? Do you respond to it well? Do you respond to it poorly? I'm going to know because I can't be the only one on the planet that hates the we need to talk. So let's talk about it. You can drop me a voice note here on Anchor FM, or you can hit me up on Instagram at Sasha Spins. And until next time, peace out.